0: Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. We all know we've begun today the season of Advent, meaning the coming, the coming, the arrival. And Advent has two main emphases. For the first three weeks, we'll be focusing on the second coming of the Lord, our anticipation of his coming again as the Lord and judge of all, And then on the final week we turn our our attention to celebrating his first coming and celebrating the fact that he was incarnated in Bethlehem 2000 years ago. The the virtue that is most characterized during the, the season of Advent is the virtue of hope. Faith tells us that the things that we are here and have been revealed to us are true. The gift of faith allows us to believe that those things are true. And then the the virtue of hope helps us to, to trust that the things that we believe will come to pass, that those promises made to us will come to pass. And we are on solid footing, having hope in the promises that our Lord has made to us. God promised the people of Israel that he would send the Messiah, his only begotten son, born of a virgin. And he did just that. And now through our Lord, he's promised that he will come again. We don't know the day or the hour, but he will come again. And so we trust all, we have plenty of evidence and good foundation for trusting that as well. Our culture has generally doesn't have a problem with acknowledging the first coming of Jesus, that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Even, even those who don't agree with Christianity won't argue that Jesus wasn't born, everybody even the most hardened atheists agree. Okay, yes, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was born in, in, into, a, into a Jewish family, etc. But what they won't do, of course, is submit themselves to his authority. But they'll admit that he was born. But it's a little harder to get people to acknowledge that we are waiting for the Lord's coming. That he's going to come again, not as a baby, not wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger. He's gonna come in glory and splendor as the sovereign king of the universe. And he will judge all the nations, everyone, judge us according to our deeds and to our faith. That's a little tougher sell for a lot of people, but that's the foundation of of our faith as Catholics. Over the centuries, in Christianity, there have been a lot of false prophecies about the Lord's coming. Obviously, they were false because He hasn't come yet, but people have tried to figure out, compute, try to, try to look for evidence that would say, He's coming on this day, in this year. And every single one, as obviously, has been false. Now, some of those false prophecies have had a, a positive effect in the sense that the urgency that it creates in people who believe these prophecies as that has, can move people to rectify their lives. I recall that was in a parish in the year 1999, just before the big Y2K, the year 2000. Maybe some of you remember that. There was a lot of hullabaloo that the world was going to end in the year 2000. And so in this parish, I offered, there were a lot of uh, people who were not married uh, civilly or sacramentally. So I offered the opportunity to do a communal wedding for any, all the couples that wanted to have their marriages convalidated. So in October of 1999, just a couple of months before the deadline, uh, I celebrated a single mass where 60 couples were married, 60 couples in one mass and that most of them were there because I asked them, well, you know we've been thinking about this but yeah now that the world's going to end, we might as well get our accounts in order. I'm thinking well okay, that's a good idea. I wish you'd have done it sooner but why not you know so that so whatever it took. So there are positive effects from some of these these prophecies that the Lord is coming with people. But there are also some negative effects as well. Uh, If you remember also in the year 2011, there was a prophecy by a Protestant pastor who said that the world was going to end in May of that year. His name was Harold Camping, And there were a lot of people who took him very seriously. People who quit their jobs, and gave away their assets, and were why? Why need? I don't need them anymore. The Lord's the, the world's going to come to an end in May of 2011. Well, in June they were looking for work and a place to live. It was not a not a pretty thing. Also, to these false prophecies can deepen the cynicism of those who are skeptical of Christianity, because we can, they say, "Well, you can't get it right. Is he coming or isn't he?" And the answer to that, our Catholic approach, is that we live in such a way that he may not come for two, 10, 20,000 years. We live in the moment invested in our responsibilities and improving the the well-being of those around us. We don't live with the idea that, well, he's coming, and so I might as well just give it up. But at the same time, we don't live with the idea that, well, who cares? It doesn't matter. I can put off. I can do a deathbed conversion. I can get my life in order later on. I don't have to worry about that now. So we live in between that. We live, Those are two extremes. We live in the middle. We live as if he's coming tonight and yet may not return for a long time and we live with those two tensions. And that's what animates a Catholic who's well-balanced and understands this reality that our Lord will fulfill His promises. So Advent is our opportunity to reflect on these important and beautiful realities and, and, and promises. Some of the things that can help all of us are the symbols in our Catholic faith. This being the premier one, the Advent wreath. It's a circle that represents God's eternity, has no beginning or end. The evergreens, of course these are plastic, that's not exactly evergreen. Well, they're not going to fade away, that's for sure. But these evergreens reflect that we have a God who comes and whose life is ever-present among us. His presence never is withdrawn. The candles, of course, the four weeks of Advent, this one, the, the the week of Gaudete, the week of joy, and then the light of Christ that illumines our path, guides our path. So the Advent candle is a beautiful, Advent wreath is a beautiful uh, symbol and sacramental to have in your home before you begin your evening meal and to light the candle. Also during Advent, it's a good time to do a good examination of conscience and to confess. Go to confession. Make a good confession in preparation for the celebration, the great celebration of the incarnation, the birth of the Redeemer. So this is a good good time to do that. Also to read the scriptures. Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah is the the loudest voice, the great voice of Advent. His prophecies are, are depict in, in incredible terms, in precise terms, the coming of our Lord and his future coming. And so perhaps you can read the, the the prophet Isaiah or at least read the scriptures that the church uses for daily mass, if not if not him, at least the gospel. And so follow, follow these scriptures and let these scriptures inform you and give you a sense of the anticipation and the joy that the church experiences at the, the coming celebration of Christmas. Then I will also, you know, I, I, this, is a, this is a personal issue of mine. I really don't like the fact that Christmas has been taken from us by our commercial culture and as we all know christmas began last friday a week ago that's when christmas began for the big enterprises and we that's not true this is not merry christmas yet this is happy advent happy advent and so what i recommend at least i mean people are already decorating their homes in and out that's that's fine that looks nice but maybe don't put up the manger set yet Put up the manger on the 17th of December. And don't put in the baby Jesus until the 24th on on, uh, Christmas Eve, on the 24th. And that reflects your understanding that Christmas is not over on the 24th. It just begins for 12 days on the 24th. All of these things, and, and particularly our Blessed Mother, we have a couple of big events coming up during the month of December. We have Our Lady of Guadalupe and before that we have the Immaculate Conception, all designed to help us think about who is this woman that not only gave birth to the Messiah, but is our mother as well. So may it be a really good Advent for each of you. May the Lord prepare your hearts for the celebration of his first coming And prepare you as well for the, whenever takes place, the arrival of our Lord and King. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at ww.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. Saint An pray for us.